0: The Kansas City Royals get a weekend split with the Minnesota Twins, and they call up a top-pitching arm. That's right, another top pitcher in this farm system is set to make his Major League debut this week, even today, against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. We're going to recap the weekend, talk about that game coming up tonight, and much more on today's episode of Lockdown Royals. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. It's the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, and I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. The show is on Twitter where we live tweet every Royals game at Locked On Royals. And on today's show. Brought to you by our good friends over the Locked On MLB Podcast. We're going to dive into the Kansas City Royals getting a series split with the Minnesota Twins. And talk about the big West Coast swing coming up that starts tonight in Anaheim. That includes a new face in Jackson Coart, the top prospect in the Royals system. One of the top prospects in the Royals system. Uh, and one of the top pitching arms that we've not seen yet in the Royals system. So a lot to get to today on this edition of Locked On. where again, brought to you by our good friends over at the Locked On MLB Podcast. And the Locked On MLB Podcast is hosted by Paul Francis Sullivan, but you can just call him Sully. He is a baseball encyclopedia, and he covers all the news around the major leagues every single day for us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Find that podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts from. Make sure you're dialed in to the rest of Major League Baseball because guess what, folks? For the first time in a long time, the Major League season matters in Kansas City. And what's happening outside of Kansas City matters in Kansas City. We're scoreboard watching. We're standing watching. We're trying to get to the postseason. It all matters. So you're going to want to be locked in. Go to Locked On OB for all of your Major League wide news. Locked on Royals for all your local news. Locked on Chiefs for Chiefs news. Locked on everything, folks. We've got every team you can ask for. So let's get first into this twin series, and then we'll dive into the West Coast swing, including Jackson Coart's debut tonight. We're also gonna have a special watch party tonight on Locker Room. So download the Locker Room app. We'll have a special watch party during the game for Jackson Coart's debut. At least watch the first few innings of his outing and see how he goes. Now for the twin series, the Royals and twins split, and this felt like a missed opportunity. There's a ton of miscues, a ton of frustrations, but all in all, Everything's going to be okay. All in all, you got the split. You didn't lose the series. And things like this happen. You lost two games of a four-game set. And those two games are by a total of two runs. That's baseball. That's baseball. That's just bad luck. And, and that's just unforeseen circumstances. So I, I'm not too upset about the split. Of course, we went into the weekend and into this series calling it separation weekend and separation week. How do you separate yourself from the pack? And they did a great job sweeping the Pirates in the two game set, but they did not quite get the series win on uh, the weekend with the twins. They had many chances to, as you know, in game one with that big win, we went over that on Thursday's pod, but uh, to briefly recap it, the one run win on Thursday, Salvi hits two home runs Thursday, Santana's on base twice, Dyson manufactures almost by himself the winning run. But it's Hindi gets a huge RBI hit. Dozier to home run in this game. And then for the first time since his return, Bubich had a young start where he just goes out there and looks like a young guy. Before this, this year, Bubic was incredible since being called back up. Uh, but in this game, he goes four and a third innings, four runs given up, three earned, two walks, six Ks and a home run allowed. Game one, you won by one run. You showed why you can battle through adversity. You showed why this team is fun. You showed why this team has reached that plateau we want them to reach. Of being a competitive and a good baseball team throughout the remainder of the summer. In game two, you had a throwaway game. This is a game that's very fun. You love these kind of games, you get excited by them, but there's not too much to take away from them because you do stuff like score nine runs in the, in the bottom of the first inning. Like, like whenever you have that big of an outlier, things kind of start meaning less throughout this game individually. Uh, and you get a big win on the, on the scoreboard, of course, because you scored nine runs in the bottom of the first inning. Brad Keller in game two on Friday went five innings, seven hits, two runs given up, five Ks, and a home run allowed. He was solid, but your offense was incredible. It starts out with Andrew Benatendi, who doubles to get the scoring started, and plates with Merrifield. Perez then scores Benatendi and Santana on a single Michael A. Taylor scores Perez and Dozier. Nicky Lopez scores Soler. Witt hits a three-run jack in this game in the first, in the bottom of the first inning. This is all, folks. The bottom of the first inning. In the second inning, Michael A. Taylor scores Kelvin, Kelvin Gutierrez, and then Santana singles to score Soler and Michael A. Taylor. But it's Indy has an RBI ground out to score Nicky Lopez, and that makes it 13 nothing in the second. The Twins score one in the third inning on a weird ground ball play. Now Polanco hits a home run in the fifth. For Minnesota to make it thirteen to two, and then Dyson has an RBI infield single to score Alberto in the seventh. Miguel Sano hits a massive home run in the eighth, makes it fourteen to four. Nick Gordon homer to make it fourteen to five, and then the Royals, of course, win. The Royals win this fourteen to five game while only using Brad Keller, Ronald Laños, Tyler Zuber, Wade Davis, who gave up three runs and two home runs, and you know all of those runs uh, were basically Wade Davis's dime, and then also. They pitched Irvin Santana. So when you can get through a game by pitching a guy who you sent down, Tyler Zuber, a guy he had just called up and don't really want to use in high leverage situations either, Ronald Blaneos and Irvin Santana and Wade Davis, who are 40 years old uh, in a combined age of 80, and you're not going to use them in high leverage spots anyway. Plus you had the off day Wednesday. You should be set up pretty nicely for game three and four in game three and four you got into one run games and you lost both of them. And the management of the bullpen was interesting. And it's hard to do this right to Mike Matheny because it feels like there's no winning with Mike Matheny. It feels like the baseball community will not let him be on the right side because whenever he's taxing his bullpen, then they just crucify him for that fact that they, that he runs his pitchers into the ground. Whenever he tries to, um, manage them better and whenever he tries to conserve his arms better and try to get away with throwing a starter for an extra inning or try to get away with using maybe a B reliever instead of an A reliever. Then all of a sudden, they crucify him for not trying to win those games. So it feels like it's always two extremes with Matheny and never just kind of baseball, right? Like other managers look at a passive, okay, it's a random Saturday and it doesn't really matter all that much. With Matheny, it feels like his bullpen, because of what happened in St. Louis – it feels like his bullpen is always under scrutiny, the way he manages it. Uh, but in Game 3, he did let Minor go a bit too long for my liking. And, and there were some things I didn't like in Game 3. But again, how can you really crucify him for doing this after we've talked for last year and this year about how he maybe goes too hard on the pitchers and uses them too much? Like It feels like he's getting an unfair shake at certain times with certain people. Uh, I think all in all, and this is coming from a guy who did not want to hire Mike Matheny, who wanted Pedro Grafalz as a manager. I think all in all, Matheny's done a really good job. He's done a really, really good job. Uh, So I'm not going to crucify him for a June, early June series against Minnesota, right? even though I don't like exactly what he did in Game 3. Game 4, I have no problem with him. Game 3, there were some minor things that I would do differently, but that's very much splitting here. So we'll get to that all in one second. We're just getting started here on the Locked On Royals podcast. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Lucy Company. Uh, Lucy Nicotine is a company Founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that do not suck. Research and development for three years. to made, uh, It's made for people, not patients. Lucy's uh, created by nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that create that comes in three fillers, water, 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 green, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also uh, has a logins with four milligrams of nicotine, that come in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, mint. Uh, Lucy loggenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, or on the go, or even at the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or Now This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy Comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. You don't have to leave your house because Lucy is uh, has the delivery the, the delivers down. Lucy lodges and gum are also again FSA and HSA eligible, so you can uh, spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on MB Network listeners, go to lucy.com, uh, go to lucy.co, I should say lucy.co, co, and use promo code locked on MB to get 20% off all, all products of your first order, including gum or lodges. That's lucy.co, promo code locked on MLB at checkout. So make sure that you do that. Also, I have to give this disclaimer this product contains nicotine. The derivative of tobacco, nicotine, is an addictive chemical. It's an addictive chemical. So lucy.co. And use our promo code locked on MLB. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So, after going up in the series two to nothing and needing just one more win in game three, the Royals lose by one. Mike Minor goes out there, gives you seven innings, gives up five runs, one walk, seven hits, three homers given up, and he leaves the game a tad too late. You know, seven innings, five runs in 2021 for Mike Minor is not terrible, but. There was a moment here after the Benatindi home run in the fifth that I would have gone to the bullpen because of what we laid out earlier, you did not use very many arms on Friday on Thursday. Yes. Barlow went two innings and a lot of your top guys went two innings, uh, but I feel like with the off day Wednesday and the off day thir- uh, Friday, Barlow could have gone again in game three, but that gets back to the flip side of it to where if you do put Barlow out there, and if Barlow, for example, just using him as an example, if he goes out there after pitching two innings on Thursday and he on Saturday gives up a couple runs and, and quote unquote blows the game, so to say, after the Bentini home run, well then they're crucifying Matheny for overworking Barlow. So it, it just feels like Matheny's in a no one spot here just because of who he is and because of his reputation from St. Louis. I would have pulled Mike, uh, Mike Miner earlier, but I can see where Matheny wanted to get away with it against Minnesota but this is a lineup that I would not have tried to play with. Even as their record's really bad, I still like their lineup, and, and I think that's very dangerous, as we've seen this weekend, uh, for Minnesota and this season for Minnesota. Uh, but all in all, Miner giving you seven innings and five runs, you have to be able to lean on your uh, offense in 2021 to overcome that, because Miner eating up seven innings is pretty valuable uh, in general. And in this game, you only use Miner, Holland, and Brents, and Holland and Brents were spectacular. They both go one inning of clean baseball. I love what we're watching from Jake Brents. He is fun to watch. He has great stuff. And I think that he can be a really talented bullpen arm, and he has been so far a really talented bullpen arm. But I think that even forecasting him in the future, he can be a mainstay and an actual, uh, an actual valuable piece that's just recognized among baseball media members and fans alike that he's actually truly... Valuable, and one of the best in baseball. He can be one of those type of arms from that left side. Uh, but I would have gone after uh, the Benettini home run. would have gone with the bullpen. You can look at that either way. You really can. And it's easy to it's easy to sit here now with the results in hand and and, and say what we would have done. Uh, but Benettini does hit that home run, a two run shot in the bottom of the fifth to give KC the lead. This game was back and forth all game long. In the second inning, Ryan Jeffers Ryan Jeffers is a two run home run from Minnesota to make it two nothing in the second inning. The bottom half of that inning, Witt singles to score Solaire and Michael A. Taylor. It ties it at two uh, runs. And then Kyle Garlick homers in the top of the third. So we've just gone back and forth here in the third inning. Minnesota goes back up one. Then fast forward to the fifth. Andrew Benatendi has been red hot this entire month. And and this entire last two months outside of April, he's been red hot this season. It's a home run, two run shot. Casey has the lead at the bottom of the fifth. Um, After the bottom of the fifth, they have a a lead from the two run shot from Benatendi. And then sixth inning, top of the sixth. Right after the Benes home run, big powerful Miguel Sano's up and he hits a massive homer, a two-run shot that then puts Minnesota back up on top for one run, and that's your ball game. Kansas City though had a chance in the ninth inning. They just had a lot of bad luck. Uh, they they had kind of they kind of fumbled the situation in the ninth inning. Kelvin Gutierrez leads it off in the ninth with a double. Dyson pinch runs for him, and then Soler it Hits a ground out, and then for whatever the reason, Dyson breaks for third on the throw that, that got away a tad, but not terribly too far uh, from Anderson Simmons. He breaks for third, called out initially. The replay shows he was safe, uh, so he gets to be on third with one out. Michael A. Taylor ups to bat, one out. Dyson on third, hits a scorcher to shortstop. I mean, just an absolute scorcher to shortstop. And uh, it doubles up Dyson, and that's your ball game. You hate that it ends on a double up, but I mean, that, that was a scorching line drive by Michael A. Taylor. However, with Dyson's speed, he really should not have broke for home or been off the bag too much because anything that gets off of the infield dirt is going to score Dyson to win the game. So you might as well play it safe in that, at that point and not be off the bag to get doubled up than to try to take that extra step or two in case the ball was on the ground. But it's it's hard to tell a guy like Dyson... <laughs> how to run the bases. It, it's really, it's really hard to tell him. I don't know the bases whenever he's one of the best in the business. And that's kind of what he's doing. Just living on in major league baseball, tough game. Uh, you know, just those are the breaks of baseball. And so then you turn to your young stud, you turn to your young arm, Brady singer in game four to bounce back and win you this series to close out, shut the door in this series with a three, four advantage, uh, three or four advantage. If you can get it done. And Brady singer, he pretty much stands up to the test. I mean, he goes 5.2 innings and gives up eight hits, three walks, strikes out seven, and only gives up two runs. And one of those, one of those runs scored on a wild pitch. kind of got away from it a little bit on a breaking ball. Look, in 2021, I'm not blaming the pitching staff for giving up two runs for a loss. I think that if, if your pitching staff gives up two runs in a game in this day and age, your offense should win that game Nine times out of 10. Today, it was the 10th time. I mean, today, it just didn't happen. But Singer was awesome. He worked out of that bases loaded jam. I'm glad Kansas City let him work through that because I think that that can give him some confidence moving forward. Because again, in that bases loaded jam, outside of that breaking ball that got away, it, there was nothing really terrible um, about it, um, you know, working out of it, I should say. Singer was good in this game, and he battled through adversity. I think that can give him confidence to move forward this season and get on track this year because he's not had the year he wanted to have. Uh, you know, I thought he could have a year where he's receiving Cy Young votes. It's kind of the smart guy pick for for Cy Young. Uh, but I think he still has a lot of potential this year. And, of course, potential beyond this year. But this year specifically, I do not count yet as a lost year. So I think that this is going to be a good thing for him to go out there, five and two-thirds innings, two-run ball, and, and start to bridge that gap and start to get over that hump and be able to to be a productive pitcher the rest of the, the, rest of the season. I think that we can look back on this game as a turning point, at least I hope so for Brady Singer. So he works out of the bases loaded jam. Kyle Zimmer comes in to record the final out in the sixth inning. And then Jake Prince, yet again, comes in, tosses a clean inning. Josh Stomach comes in, uh, tosses one inning of, of no-hit baseball. Or I should say no-run baseball allowed one hit. And a strikeout, Barlow allows no runs, one hit, and a strikeout himself. But the Royals do lose 2-1. to one. But it's is the only form of offense. He produces a run whenever he plates with Merrifield in a sharp single. When Merrifield's the only Royal with two hits in this game, And the team as a whole finishes with just six hits. You will not win very many games like that. It does not really matter what your pitching staff does when that's all you can produce at the plate. So this is a bad taste in your mouth games three and four, but all in all, a successful week, you lost two games this week and you move to the West coast where you should be able to take advantage of the angels this week. And then you have a tough battle at the end of the week with Oakland. We'll see how things go from there. But there are some roster notes. There is a preview for this Angels game all coming up on the Lockdown Royals podcast. But first, I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at betonline.ag and Built Bar. So, Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code locked 15 get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Now, Built Bar has nine delicious flavors coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. Now you need to know my favorite flavor. My favorite flavor is peanut butter brownie. It's to die for. It's awesome. Try it out. But if you do not know your favorite flavor yet, do not worry. Do not fret at all because all you have to do is go to bilber.com and order a mixed box. When you order the mixed box, they're going to give you two of each flavor. You can try them all in that mixed box and then reorder the flavor you love the most. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein and 130 calories and only four grams sugar and only four grams net carbs. Try them today at billboard.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Trust me, they're the best tasting protein bar on the market. You will not want to miss it. Now, I want to say right now about your friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is fast and easy. It's the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball season is in full swing. and You can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get the latest news, odds, and information on all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or your mobile device. And then you can check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not send the signs anymore. Get on the chance to get in on the action as teams prepare for the playoff runs. So right now, head to the website or even use your mobile device to sign up today. Whenever you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, at betonline, your online sportbook experts, promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on at betonline.ag To receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And we are back on Lockdown Royals on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Now, let's get to some roster notes. Josh Thalmont was reinstated from the IL. Alberto Mondesi hits the IL, 10 day IL stint, retroactive to June 4th with a hamstring injury. Look, it sucks. We've only seen seven games of Mondesi. He was really good in those seven games. and He's back on the IL. It sucks, but it sucks for Mondesi as well. I mean, nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to see anybody getting hurt. You know, it, it's just frustrating for Everyone involved, but more so for Mondesi than anyone else. Uh, so hopefully this will just be a minor thing that after these 10 days, he's right back in the lineup and he's good to go. I'm not even sure if we'll need a rehab stint because of a hamstring injury. I'm not sure if we will even need a rehab assignment or not. Uh, either way, he'll be back soon and hopefully going to pick up where he left off in those seven games. Tough luck. I mean, I've never really had a hamstring injury, but I, I'm sure that they hurt like hell. I mean, I'm sure it really is, it sucks for a high-level athlete to go through this. Hopefully he's back sooner than later and mind will be back within reason. It's a long season and we'll see what he does the rest of the way. It's just kind of tough because you can't really control these sort of things. I mean, it's not like it's something that he had control over himself. It's his body. I mean, the oblique injury, that, that's a natural thing that happens to hitters. Whenever, whenever you're getting ready for first season, uh, the hamstring injury, it's a natural thing that happens to speedsters. Whenever you're running around uh, all over the place, uh, the way that he is and, and the way that he plays, it just, just happens. Like there's it's, there's no real reason for it. There's no real explanation for it, or uh, you know, or reason to be upset about it. It just happens. He gets hurt. Uh, it's no big deal. And I don't think it, that I don't think that it has any like long term ramifications, right? I don't, I don't think that this means that Mondesi will always be an injury prone player, or that he'll never be healthy, or anything like that. It just means he got hurt. He got tough luck. This is not him punching a wall and breaking his hand. It's, it's not him taking his shirt off the way that, that police act did in Cleveland and breaking his thumb. Like, it's not him doing something stupid, cutting cutting himself on a drone like Trevor Bauer. It's just, just baseball. He he got a baseball injury in, in the obliques. Like, that's a that's a bona fide baseball injury. And then he popped the hamstring. It happens. I don't really care um, about it. I just hope that he's going to be healthy pretty soon. And for his sake, they'll be back in no time. So in that case, modesty goes down, and then Edward Lovieras comes back up. We mentioned that possibility on Friday about the funny business of sending Edward down and calling him back up once you put Modesty on the I.L. Tyler Zuber was optioned down. We also mentioned that on Friday that Zuber did not look right this season and he struggled a lot. So maybe you send him down and get him right you know, mentally and, and get him back with the confidence and get him back into uh, more of a developmental stage of his career down there in the minor leagues. Junis also optioned down to the minor leagues and it means that they called up Jackson Cowart Jackson Coart's called up. Jackson Coart makes his MLB debut today on Monday against the Los Angeles Angels. He's the 33rd pick in the 2018 MLB draft. He's the 95th overall prospect in all of baseball, number four pitcher in the Royal system. He has six starts this year in AAA to the tune of a 0.85 ERA, a 0.85 ERA in the course of 31 and two thirds innings. He has a 33.9 K percentage at the minor league level with Omaha this year. Will he be the first pitcher that we see truly hit the ground running and truly be elite out of the gates? Kansas City, you deserve that. You deserve a young prospect to come up and just be awesome right out of the chute. We see it around baseball all the time in this day and age. You deserve someone to give you a special moment tonight, and I think that it'll be Jackson Kohler. He's facing an Angels lineup on the road. Sands Mike Trout, who's still hurt right now. The 40-man roster move for allowing him to go onto the 40-man roster and get called up will be announced later on this afternoon, so watch out for that. And do not forget... We'll be live on Locker Room for his debut on Locker Room Live, the first social audio platform only for sports fans. Download it right now and then add me on Locker Room at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And I'll see you over there on Locker Room for Jackson Coart's debut. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow for another podcast. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, the fastest growing and highest rated podcast about the Kansas City Royals. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts from. And so tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time, if you want to be loving the fun. If you want to see all of the excitement, this is the place, and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us, this is the place you want to be We're where you want to be Baseball with the Roy